0: How's it going, everybody? Uh, Andy McCullough, still with the Kansas City Star. Uh, Sam Mellinger, also still with the Kansas City Star, here for a special emergency Alex Gordon related edition of Sports BKC, uh, the Star's podcast. And Sam, we told you so. We told you all along that he was coming back. We wrote it, wrote it hard. And uh, you're welcome, people of Kansas City, for listening.
1: Yeah, you know what I got tired of this last month or two? is after every time we were like, people, Alex Gordon is going to re-sign with the Royals.
0: (laughs) Over and over and over we said this, and nobody was believing us. We kept saying, look, (laughs) that market that everyone else in baseball (laughs) says is going to be there waiting for them, it's never going to materialize. And that amount of money that the Royals have never given out before (laughs) and have made no indication that they're willing to do it based on minimal negotiations for two (laughs) years— Right. They're going to give it out, and you're all fools for not believing us. And
1: the other thing is, the just abject and widespread pessimism within the Royals organization about their chances of signing Alex Gordon just posturing. Mm-hmm. Just that was we never <laughs> plain, believed it. We
0: never believed transparent it. Transparent. We didn't believe it when they not said for a second four for sixty was was too expensive. <laughs> we didn't believe it when they said Paulo Orlando could be our everyday left fielder. <laughs> We didn't believe it when at Kaufman Stadium they started selling Brett Eibner jerseys <laughs> and and Alex Gordon jerseys on like half sale oh. or whatever like when they had ah. the bonfire to burn all the number 4 jerseys <laughs> and called him a traitor right we didn't believe it we told you he's oh man we could we could just do a whole podcast yeah. like this
1: <laughs> so like i don't know what you like on the way yesterday to the stadium for that um, for that press conference, I started like thinking like, what did we miss? You know what I mean? And and the on um, the main thing is nothing. Like when people tell <laughs> right. you over and over and over again that it's not going to happen or that they like the most optimistic. You talked to more people about this, I think, than than I did. Um, but like the most optimistic that I heard anybody who. And I should qualify that. Anybody who I think like has some information about what's going on was like, could happen. (laughs) Which is kind of what you say after you buy a lottery ticket, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It could happen.
0: The most optimistic I heard, I think, up until – and again, I was sort of off the grid for a couple weeks when, I guess, inconveniently, like sort of the the things changed. Um, And I wasn't actually like talking to people. This was during my vacation when a lot of this happened. But – you know, just conversations with people, the optimism would be, you know, we're not giving up hope, and yeah. we're going to stay in contact with him. But if another team, you know, if another team really wants him, it's going to be hard for us to compete. Right. And that's – because that's the truth. I yeah. mean, Alex Gordon didn't take a hometown discount. Right. This was the market. Yeah. And uh, – it's a credit to the Royals that, unlike in you know in years past when they had been really aggressive with like a Jason Vargas, uh-huh. um, you know or something like that, uh, where they found themselves in a situation where Irvin Santana was still sitting around in March and they yeah. couldn't afford him, um, or like James Shields last year was still sitting around and you know this time last year and they couldn't afford him, um, they were going to wait. They were not going to spend a dime. I don't think until. Alex Gordon signed somewhere and yeah. so they were in a position to to get creative and backload the deal and um you know in 2018 when <laughs> Ned's retired and Dayton's running the Braves they'll be <laughs> yeah, right, you know right. enjoying this
1: like the the and this is complete hindsight bs stuff but like in, in retrospect in hindsight um they did get a couple good breaks they had, they had good planning but they also yeah. got a couple good breaks in that Um, Jason Hayward went to the Cubs, yes, which was a team that might have given Alex that five-year 90 or five-year 100 or whatever. Um, And and they also um, were fortunate, I guess is the word, in that there was a a pretty good inventory of other corner outfielders out there. So the market – and, again, this is all hindsight, and if if we knew it then we would have written it differently or maybe thought about it differently. But, um, you know, there were some factors to keep Alex's – you know, to keep his price down. And, and also, I mean, obviously, like, there, he feels a a tie to Kansas City. Yeah, um, I mean, he didn't – like you said, he didn't take, you know, the big hometown discount. But if, um you know, if these were the Royals of 10 years ago mm-hmm. or whatever, um, like, guys would take the opposite of a hometown discount. Right. They would take less money to leave. Um, so you know th- there were a lot of good a lot a lot of good factors going in in the direction that that made this happen.
0: Yeah, and I think the Hayward thing is the one that's the biggest because obviously yeah. if Hayward signs with the Cardinals and takes more money, I think the Cardinals offered more money, yeah. right? Yeah, or at least uh, close. Or yeah, whatever. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, or the Nationals. If anyone wanted to play for the Nationals, for example, <laughs> you know, um, right. you know, if Ben Zobras took more money to go to. The Nationals, uh-huh. you know, for example, like you could see um, the Cubs being maybe more active on Gordon. Um, yeah. If, uh, you know, two very under the radar things Colby Rasmus taking yeah. his, uh, uh, taking the qualifying offer surprised a lot of people, uh, surprised a ton of people, and ties up a good chunk of Astros payroll yeah. and a corner in the Astros outfield. Yep. You know, the Astros really liked Alex Gordon. Matt Weeders taking a qualifying offer, tying yeah. up some money with the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one, I forget. Uh, the Angels deciding not to spend. That was weird. I don't, I don't yeah. know
1: what, like, because they don't have money, I guess. But the they Angels. do.
0: <laughs> but, sort of, you know, the Angels are, Are uh, I think, you know, it's a team kind of in transition with a new GM yeah. uh, that's trying to win now. So they're kind of looking like they're doing a little bit on the cheap. But, like, you know, if, you know, here's the thing. Like, if the Angels offered Alex Gordon, and they may have done this, if the Angels offered Alex Gordon four for 72, like, in um, uh, the first week of December, he's not signing that. Like, mm-hmm. why would he, you know, that's not what his market's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Royals, you know, Dayton Moore says it all the time, supply and demand, supply and mm-hmm. demand, supply and demand. And, and, there was a high amount of supply. Mm-hmm. And as the winter went on, that number really didn't change. And more and more teams just dropped off the big spending yeah. sort of radar. And the Royals yeah. were left with some money, you know, And the, the other
1: thing, um, so, again, like he didn't really take a hometown discount because that market never um, came to fruition. But the the thing that he did um, that was very club-friendly was allow them to backload the contract like they did and structure the contract like they did. And I know that's a fairly common thing. Players don't really care. Yeah, I you don't know, view it's, that. It's as all like a, guaranteed. I don't view that as a sacrifice but at all.
0: He's getting that money.
1: It's something. The, the AAV, which is what He's a not, lot of I mean, uh, <laughs> agents talk about, is slightly less. It's uh, something. Yeah,
0: it's something. Uh, I mean— He'll be all right. I mean, people yeah, are buying him at lunch, so like know, he doesn't yeah. have to that pay for nice his expenses you know, yeah. anymore. So it's not uh, as backloaded because right. he can go to Barley's and get a French dip. He didn't get a French dip. Is that what he ordered? No, I just made that up. Well, I like French dips. That's why I said that. He, yeah, that's why you French look like you, and he looks like Alex Gordon.
1: Well, that's one reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are many other reasons. It's not just the French for, dip. Yeah, for our
1: aesthetic differences.
0: Who do you think could do more <laughs> sit-ups? Alex Gordon or your entire extended family?
1: Uh, well, it depends. The entire lifetimes of everybody in my extended family, <laughs> and one run of Alex Gordon. Yeah, and, and one
0: hour of Alex Gordon. Um, toss up. Yeah, just depends. Depends on it. But
1: 2016 is the year where I'm going to get in good shape.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. We all have goals. Yeah. Um. He he didn't take a hometown discount though. Uh. But. If the Royals made this offer to him in spring training, you know, is there any way he signs this?
1: I don't know. I I would think not, but I don't think there's any way to know because, like, that was such a weird thing that there was never any real serious talk between them. And right. From Alex's side, and Alex is a pretty private guy about this stuff, but, like, um, you know, except when he's saying that he's not going to take a or when he will take a player option, you know, which he quickly he learned. Yeah, he, he, he learned, learned pretty quick. Uh, but uh, like Alex is a pretty private guy. He just like when I'm sure you asked him about it, too. When I asked him about it, it was like, no, just hasn't happened. That's it. And then from the Royals, I just got the feeling, though, from their side that they didn't think they didn't get a vibe that he was open to that. That They felt like he wanted to hit free. Agency.
0: I, you know, free agency is a privilege. So a lot of times you have to overpay. To- and he didn't do it the first time.
1: That's an important thing.
0: Yeah. Free agency is a privilege. Like hit, yeah. But he, you know, he's not, um, like, he has a great agent. Casey Close yeah. is, you know, fantastic at what he does, um, you know. And that's not just not returning phone calls. He's, like, a great agent. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's. Part he's, of I, his focus, though. He's almost as good <laughs> at not returning phone calls. No, I mean, that's just his style. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But he's, like, he's shown himself to be. You know, up there with Scott Boris sure. as, as one of the best agents, if not the best, uh, yeah. in terms of getting contracts that make the players happy, make the teams happy, and also everyone's rich. So mm-hmm. it's great. You know? yeah. um, capitalism. I love it. Um, but I'd, I never viewed Gordon as one of these, like, sort of, um, you know, like Ian Desmond turned down, like, a massive offer from the— uh, the Nationals a couple years ago like an extension but like his argument was like I wanted that money but it was under market value and I owe it to the union to like go get market value and now he's like gonna get a one-year contract or something to play with the Padres that's just an aside of saying like I don't think Alex Gordon is like sort of wired that way I don't think he really enjoys the business of the game or really Mm -hmm. finds that to be within his purview you know his what he would you know he's he was not someone who really talked about this situation much even I think with some of the players who are close to him um, but you know, I, I think from the Royals perspective, like you, you they're making a choice here, right? Like they're, they're, they're choosing to acknowledge that in a couple years, this team is probably going to look radically different, but within this couple years, there is a window. I mean, do you, do you yeah. look at it that way? I mean, that's kind of what I felt yeah. like.
1: I mean, with or without Alex Gordon, um, <clears throat> I think the Royals are going to be a a pretty good team in 2016. Um, But there was no, you know, people use this term, there was no like replacement um, that the Royals could go get. Um, You know, if you're going to dip down, and no offense to these guys, but like Denard Span or whatever, like, you know, that's a step down. And and that's ignoring um, all of the, you know, intangible, you know, sort of what Alex means to Kansas City, which, you know, most things, I I, I think those types of things are a little bit overrated, but I do – buy into it a little bit more with, with Alex. So, um, yeah, I mean, you don't get the Royals. Dayton Moore was hired 10 years ago this May, officially took over 10 years ago this June. Um, that's a long time to work to the point where you get this opportunity of, you know, sort of 2000 and however you want to do the math either 13 or 14 through 17 basically mm-hmm. um you know Eric Hosmer was drafted what in 08 0- Moose was 07 you know that's um you know eight nine seven eight nine years ago I mean that's a long time to be working toward this moment and you know the Royals and like you said, credit to them—they um, owed it to themselves to to sort of make sure that this got done. Because if here's what happened, like if the royal, because that's more than the Royals wanted to spend for of your cool. seventy two oh, yeah, million of course,
0: dollars. of course,
1: of um, course. But my goodness if if he signed with the white Sox for four years 72 million like
0: <laughs> with a backloaded deal yeah that's that's an easy column for the <laughs> guy at some, the local paper to write there'll be some you criticism know, be, in the local paper if there, he signs for those terms uh,
1: so you know credit to them though because they, they, they did some some um you know ahead of the game planning a little bit to make sure they wouldn't be in that situation where like you said irvin santana is still waiting for a deal right in
0: was it March? I think it was. Yeah, he March signed in March, signed and Shield it. signed like mid-February, yeah. or something like that, so or they, early February. Yeah,
1: so they make sure that um, that they don't get burned like that. And now they have um, <clears> again. You know, I I thought we talked about this um, last summer and especially last fall. Um, you know, the Royals, except for this two-week period where they were kind of resting guys and, and preparing for, you know, the important part of the season. It was pretty clear they were the most talented, yeah. best team in the American League. And, yeah. um, you know, Gordon's a year older or whatever, but uh, I, I just I think that's absolutely going to be the case. Again, I love Houston. I love that, yeah. that team is a lot of fun to watch. They play yeah. with a lot of energy. They got a lot of talent. But um, you know, to maximize, I just think I guess what I'm saying is they owed it to themselves to do this to keep winning to, to yeah. maximize this window. That they
0: yeah, have. I mean, it's hard to say like who who's the favorite in the AL right now, like. Um, Boston could be good, yeah. but, the, you know, it's hard to say. Um, it's going to be tough to score on the Yankees late. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, you want to get that lead in the fourth. Yeah.
0: You know, the Blue Jays will bang the ball around, but they kind of showed themselves to be kind of paper tigers, I mm-hmm. think. Um, you know, and it's, and they, they've lost their best pitcher. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's hard to see Donaldson being better than he was. Bautista's a year older, etc., etc. Sure. et cetera. So, you know, like you probably would say it's the, you know, the, the Astros – and the Royals? Uh, I think
1: those are the two best teams right now, but like, yeah. there's two things. Like, One, there's a lot of guys that still haven't signed. That's fact, true. it's <laughs> and, true. And two, nobody knows anything. Yeah, no, you know, yeah. Like On opening day, well, predictions are we, pretty but worthless. We, we do know. But I mean, they are like, talented. We do know. This is
0: a team that won 86 games, 89 games, 94 games. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win 97, but... 95, right? would not it 95? What was it, Chris? sounds right. Whatever. I think it was 94. Oh, a lot. I thought it was 94. They won a lot. Yeah, they won more they than won they often. lost. Yeah, they were the best team on the field every night. That's true. Um, They had, like, the second, the second best record in baseball, I thought. No, no, no. They would have finished, like, fourth in the NL Central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun division. I still but, wanted the
1: Pirates to have a real
0: series, by the way. The Pirates... Whatever. Well, the Pirates were a really good team, yeah, and they were they reminded me somewhat of the Royals, and that they played defense. Yep. You know, they were win. It was ninety five. Well, you got you guys better get a new beat writer than the last guy <laughs> couldn't discern his backside from a hole in the ground. Um, you are out. You are out. It was ninety yeah. five. Good for them. Someone yeah. should have voted for Ned Yost for manager of the year. Um, uh, what was I going to say? But we can you can say pretty reasonably like this is a good team. <laughs> Yes, well, but, you know, no one knows anything, but you can you can yeah. say this is a good team. Yeah. Like, they've, you know, um, it's hard to say who's going to be better. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to say definitively who we think might be worse. Gordon will probably have a sub 800 OPS, mm-hmm. um, but maybe not. I mean, he was a great – he was crushing them all when he got hurt in July. He was their yeah. best player yeah. when he got hurt. Uh, so, you know, with a, with an actual offseason um, – you know, this is a team that apparently won ninety five games, and they received like pretty brutal seasons from their number one and number two starters.
1: Yeah, and um, I, I think that I think you're high on him too. I, I think Hosmer can be a little bit more, even more productive at some point. Maybe um, I mean he's a he's really good player. He but, is, um, but, I, but I, yeah. I think there's even more there. Yeah. Uh, Escobar was terrible at the plate. Yep. Um, Sal Perez was not good. Um, second base was uh, terrible until September. you know they they made that trade. Right, um, it, it's hard to imagine Mustakis being better. Um, yeah. than he was last year.
0: Yeah, he he's it's hard to what did he have like a one twenty OPS plus or something or like one eighteen. It's hard Sounds to see right. him doing that again. But if he's a good defender at a hundred, you know, and he gets yeah. fifteen homers and he gets on base a little bit, it's I a mean, good player. Yeah. He's a he's not like. A, a, a liability the way he maybe yeah. was in 13 and 14 yeah. at times um
1: i'm done thinking that wade davis doesn't have another like <laughs> alien season in him i just assume this is what he's gonna be I don't until know. he's 51 but,
0: but, but you know if if davis and he's a he's put some mileage on his arm the last couple of years if davis you know uh regresses or gets banged up they've got herrera they've right. got Hochaver, they've got Soria. Um, you could see Danny Duffy in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people in the organization who feel like he could be a real weapon for them. I think they'd like him to be in the bullpen. S- some That's people do. I mean, I it's it. yeah. it's the age-old argument of, like, you know, 60 great innings or 200 good ones. Mm-hmm. The problem is you don't know if you're going to get two. You've never gotten 200 good ones from him, yeah. and, you know, it's hard to get 200 good ones when you're throwing four and a, half, four and a third every yeah. time you're out there. So, um, you know, Ventura... Who knows? You guys figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. Um, you know, Volquez will probably regress yeah. a little bit. Uh, who else is on the team? Chris Young. Tall. Great. He is tall. Uh, really, really good competitor. You know, going to be in hard there. Hard to imagine him being better. Than True. Last year. But, but, but you know. I think he could be that. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. he's well, I he had like a him. 315 ERA. Yeah, he It's hard great. to see him being worse than that. Chris Medlin will have a full year. Yeah, Medlin has been a really good pitcher in the past. Yeah. Um, have they done anything else? Dylan G, really nice guy. <laughs> um, so so there's like, I mean, if theoretically Ventura takes a step forward, you know, and if he pitches like the guy he's pitched like before, then, you know, they're in a – I mean, they're still a good team. And their starting pitching is still probably the weak point of the team. But the strengths have not changed, you know. Right. They still have a great defense. They still have a lights-out bullpen. Um oh. I don't really like any of the teams in the Central. Right. Uh, you know, Brett Lawrie at second base is going to be an absolute adventure, <laughs> yeah. uh, and not just the 19 times he plays the Royals. Um, you know, Todd Frazier's all right. I'm not crazy about Todd Frazier as a player. He's a little uh, much for me. He'll probably hit 30 home runs. He's in a good ballpark. He's in a good say, ballpark. For, yeah. For what he does. Um, the Indians haven't done anything. You know the Twins will regress, I imagine, and the Tigers I'm always going to like the Indians. I've decided. Like I'm you just have? always
1: no. I'm just I just feel like in my head, like for whatever reason, they're yeah. just the
0: kind of team that I'm going to like. Yeah. And then you look up in like September, and they're like <laughs> a game over 500, and yeah, Trevor yeah. Bauer's got a 4.75 <laughs> ERA, and you're like, oh yeah, like yeah, right. we should pay attention to what actually happens on the field, not just XFIP. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And then the Tigers uh, are probably going to lose Cespedes. They already traded him, actually, midseason. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but weren't they right? But weren't they like looking? He's, he's to, not theirs. <laughs> but weren't they
1: looking to re-sign him? Is what I'm you saying. You know,
0: Zobrist is no longer a Royal. Is I that mean, right? They were try I don't know. The Cespedes market has yet to emerge. Uh, well, nobody's
1: market had emerged. Did
0: you know before Justin Upton is a free agent? <laughs> did you know this? Yeah, I don't know. Um, he no one's no one seems to want any of these players. Yeah, it's weird because there's um, so
1: much money. You would think I don't know.
0: I think teams are just trying to skin the cat in different ways. Yeah, you know. I think uh, I think they're looking to be more and and I don't know why teams are trying to be this because they're all you know flowing in money. Filthy, right? But yeah. you know, there's teams are being more prudent. They don't want to cripple themselves. You know, um, I think the easy way to do that is just give opt outs. It seems like that's a good way to get out of God, everybody's got an opt-out. <laughs> so the team I'm going to cover. They uh, love the opt-out. The Los Angeles Dodgers just signed Scott Kazmir to essentially a one-year deal if he's good, mm-hmm. which actually is awesome. I think like a one-year contract for Scott Kaz. Cas- for Scott Casimir, like, that's great. You know, that's sort of exactly what you're looking for. And so if he's not very good, obviously he won't opt out, and then you're kind of on the hook. But, you know, you just you bet on the player, essentially.
1: Right, but that's the problem with the opt-out is, um, you know, and look, like, I'm fully on the player should get the money and all that. But the thing about the opt-out is, if as from the team's point of, point of view, um, if it turns into a bad contract, you're stuck with it. If it turns into a good contract you don't get that good contract. You know yeah, what I mean? Like the player's if, only going to opt, not opt out. You know, They're, they're going to act in their own financial interest, right. which is what they should do. But there's no, you know, like when you sign a long-term deal, there's risk on both sides. And the opt-out um, just really eliminates the risk from the player side. It's brilliant. It's I mean, it's a great no, deal. It's great for sh- the players, but I, also,
0: I think a lot of times they save teams from themselves, though. I think not it's, really. I then think they'd so. still
1: be on the hook for the money if it's bad money. Yeah, but when was the last
0: time? When was the last time a guy had an opt out and didn't take it? I don't know. I'd have to look. But did you know Alex Gordon had a player option for 2016? I did. He was
1: gonna, <laughs> which which he was gonna. He was uh, pretty committed to taking that. Yeah.
0: That time I brought it up and he hadn't thought about it in two years, um, <laughs> yeah. and I wrote it.
1: How quickly after that story was on the website do you think his
0: phone rang from Casey Close? I don't know. I don't know. I wish mine had. I called Casey several times. <laughs> I wanted him to comment. That story. Yeah. Um But yeah, when was the last time like every time a guy's had an opt out, Zach Granke opted out. CC Sabathia opted out.
1: I'll tell you this, if Omar Infante had an opt-out, he wouldn't opt out. <laughs> 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 my just favorite, Omar my fa- reference, my favorite
0: <laughs> bit of news I I procured during the winter meetings was Uh, Royals open to moving Omar Infante which is like as I said this on Twitter but it's like saying McCullough open to losing weight (laughs) you know it's like yeah of course like you know Star open to you know receiving billion dollar donation from anonymous (laughs) suitor you know like we'll take the money you know I'll lose the weight anybody if if you (laughs) want yeah that (laughs) That was was fun (laughs) so I'm starting to think maybe Christian Colon will be starting at second base Maybe I don't know. Who knows? They need more (laughs) out of second base. Have you heard the theory? What
1: do you think about the theory about on Infante that I've heard? I'm sure you've heard about um, that getting hit in the face with that pitch is kind of um, what, like two years ago? Yeah, that he just hasn't been. I've heard that people say that he hasn't been the same player since then. You know, who knows? A little bit of I mean, you know, I think it's an optimistic diagnosis because it means that he can. When you say that, you're like, if he can get past that, then he's the player that he was four years ago, right? But he's had two years to yes. get.
0: I mean, I don't know. He's a pretty tough player. Mm-hmm. I think, like, uh, he's a he's in great physical shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not like he's you know put on forty pounds like sure. he's been here. Um, but he is like uh, sort of low energy. Um, yeah. You know, and that's not, I don't think that necessarily like drags people down, but he's not the rah rah, like clapping and, you know, going crazy sort of thing.
1: Especially in that clubhouse, he sticks out a little bit. He sticks bit
0: out as a very mellow the, guy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't exactly, you know, fit. The, he's a grown up, too. He's like 33, 34. <laughs> Which he sticks out in that clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone else in that room is 27 and a total goofball. You <laughs> right. Know? Right. Um, and riding around on hoverboards, you know. 36 and can we talk about boards? these
1: hoverboards real quick sure like f- they're not hoverboards like can we agree on that
0: <laughs>
1: they have wheels did you like
0: usually like just see star wars or something you got no some i haven't seen star issues. wars
1: but like they're not hoverboards
0: like hoverboards yeah. are what they had in back to the future 2 i've never seen it oh my god. that's the one with the guy from family ties oh my god <laughs> And when, when are you leaving
1: again? <laughs> Monday is my last day. Oh my god! You've never seen? Have you seen Back to the Future? No, I've oh. never
0: seen it. I've never seen the Star Wars.
1: I don't care about that.
0: I've seen like clips more people from Star like, Wars. Like I'm aware of like the like the plot. that it's a movie. No, I know. Like I know what happened, and like I know there's like planets and you know like stuff. And mm, I, good for you. I understand that there's a DeLorean, and Christopher Lloyd is like a disgraced nuclear physicist. And like he's best friends with Marty McFly, and that's not weird at all. so the, ho- the, <laughs> the hoverboard is like a skateboard that floats. okay. yeah, No, ground, I understand right? what it, these are not hoverboards. they, they have are, wheels. These are like uh, segways without without uh, the handles pedals, yeah, yes. handles.
1: And the other thing about him, and this is like kind of an old man thing, and I actually this was my old man rant on the cheese podcast the other day, but like you know people your age, kids these days, oh yeah, okay. Uh, like, can you not walk? Like are you that lazy? I can walk. You
0: don't I don't see, mean you, who Andy. Who do you see on hoverboards or these things? Let's just call them hoverboards and just leave it at that because we no, don't have a better who name.
1: Do you who do you see on these non-handlebar-having segues? Okay, who do
0: you see on these fake these – Non-handlebar-having segways? half segways, yeah. Uh, athletes. Yeah, exactly. Most of whom are it's not. It's like it's
1: children. Do you think Billy Butler has a hoverboard? A non- no, I don't think handlebar? so. handlebar I don't think so.
0: That would be funny to see him on it. I – <sighs> Knowing Billy, I think he would be very nervous for something to go awry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's a professional athlete. He could handle it. Right. But knowing him, I think he might get a little, yeah. you know, jumpy. And just he'd be very afraid to, like, topple over because it would not be go unnoticed. Rusty would be fun on one of those who things, Who do you too. see on these things? Athletes. Children and athletes. Yeah. What does that tell you about what we've chosen to do for a living? <laughs> I think it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you don't see? On a hoverboard in the Royals clubhouse, Rusty, Rusty, Chris Young, yeah, Dave Island, (laughs) Jersh, (laughs) Jersh, (laughs) Jersh. What is this? Why did Dyson get war and gave me this hoverboard? You don't see who? Don't you see? You don't see Sal Perez on them? No. That'd be a big crash. Well, uh, uh, my cousin had one. <laughs> my cousin uh, got one for Christmas, and I wanted. To, I asked if I could ride it. And he looks at me and goes, how much do you weigh? <laughs> and I was like, uh, about 230, uh, you know, being very optimistic. And he was like, yeah, you weigh too much. It's like 220 pounds. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. So, which would explain why Sal's not on one. Yes, know? it would. That's probably That's got to be in his contract, and too. Dyson loves it. Why isn't it in any, anybody else's contract? Well, because they're all, none of them weigh more than two hundred twenty pounds. Oh, okay. So it's not. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all about two bills. I like, gotcha, okay. yeah, yeah. But still, why wouldn't you still put it in their contract? Well, they're not, there's sure lots of things, things in like, in baseball players' con Like, no one's allowed to play basketball, you know. But guys play basketball. But that's like do. that's generally a thing that like you're you're not allowed to play. You know, or I I don't know if that's Lisa was with the Mets. The thing is, is like. With the Mets, goofy stuff happened all the time. Like, players would roll their ankles in January playing basketball and show up, like, injured. And you'd be like, Where, how'd that happen? You'd be like, ah, oh, I just got injured.
1: The Royals <laughs> once had a player on the DL. He got injured kung fu fighting with his brother. That's a true story. Like kung, like, like kung fu fighting? That's, that was the story. Kung fu fighting. Who was this? Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn. Who once set off fireworks. I mean, not him literally, but they once set off
0: fireworks at the stadium when he finally walked. Come on. Yeah. What year was this? I don't know. It was a while ago. Man, what an interesting team Yeah, they once were. If only like yeah. Andy were like 10 years older, could have covered the team. The yeah, way. would have been good. Yeah. Man, I could have found – I could have really mined some humor out of those clubs. There was a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Mark Wynn. They said he had walked.
1: Yeah, he walked and they set off fireworks, you know, like they do when you hit
0: home run. <laughs> yeah. Was it like on purpose or like was it that guy? Yeah, in, it was uh, on purpose. The guy in Cleveland who did that. Remember that um, when a Royal oh, hit a home right. run. And oh, it, and that poor guy!
1: I felt so bad that, for him.
0: The thing that the thing that gave him away though is he put his head in his hands. If he had just sat there, yeah, stone face. It's like he would have been like, "No, I just I'm just security." Yeah, I don't know what. This who is. did this? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go find out the culprit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no poker face on that guy. Yeah, he was bad. He was bad. It's not good. It's not good. Well, what else you got, Sam? That's about it. Yeah, actually, yeah. Good talk, Andy. This was fun. This might be my last podcast. It's hard to what, see you're me working Monday. Uh, am I going to come in on Monday to do a podcast? You're on the- you're on the clock. You're what do the we, what the Stars are going to get their money. What would worth. you like me to podcast about? Well, you can stop. We're going to talk Chiefs on Monday, probably. Oh, that's right. Playoff game set. Oh, man, I might watch the game, too. Is All that right? All right, I'll be in on Monday. Okay. It'll be great. Yeah. I wish I could have stayed for the whole thing. I like that Therese has, like, segments and, like. uh Oh, Therese is the best. therese's grown-ass man of the God, week. he's so great. excited about, like, yeah. It's Ron <laughs> yeah. Parker. Ron My Parker's grown-ass got, man of the game. Ron Parker's got a great name. It is a good name. He seems like he played football in, like, 1976.
1: It is a good name. But no, and no offense to Ron Parker, but I like. I think Tomba Holly is the best name mm. on the team.
0: I sort of like, uh, you know, the Seahawks seem pretty reprehensible, uh, <laughs> but they have some really good names. Like, uh, I'm forgetting all of them. Good. Um, good talk. <laughs> what's the guy's name? Bruce Irvin. Great name. That's a great football name. I don't know. It doesn't do much for me. It's like Bruce Irvin. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Michael Bennett. That was gonna be the name of the George Clooney vehicle, but they went with Michael Clayton. Have you seen Michael Wait, Clayton? Wait, is that a true story? Have you seen Michael Clayton? Have you seen it? I thought
1: it was okay. You didn't like I, Michael Clayton? I, I thought it was okay. I didn't like I know that this is one of those movies that everybody freaking thinks is unbelievable. What but didn't what didn't you like about Michael I Clayton? I just didn't do it for me. What didn't do it for you? Well it's been like probably ten years since I've seen it. Okay. Well what are you doing today? I don't remember. I'm going to go home to a sick wife and toddler, actually. And
0: put on Michael Clayton. <laughs> yeah, that'll be Say, great. kids, let's watch Tony that'll Gilroy's masterwork.
1: The best thing about Michael Bennett is not his name. It's the fact that he does the ravishing Rick Rude dance when he makes a sack. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty awesome. strong.
0: Yeah. That's pretty strong. Wait, well, well, he does amazing. the, like, the hands over the head? Yeah. Wow. And that's... Um, The hip gyration? Now, if he was wearing a pair of football pants that had his own face over his groin, like Rick Rude (laughs) used to do, then he would be really going for it. But I bet that that, the NFL would look down on that. I would be willing to bet that if it was up
1: to Michael Bennett, there would be a picture of Michael Bennett on the crotch of his football pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was Michael Bennett the one who got into a fight with the press after the Super Bowl last year? Baby, I don't
1: know, that didn't, maybe. It was like you guys
0: have never been. was on been deadline. A, were you? <laughs> yeah. Who won? Uh, the uh, Patriots. Yeah, 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 it was a good game. Yeah, man. Seahawks should have ran it. That was a good game. That was a good game. So, they should have ran it. Do we ever find out why they didn't? Um, I don't know. That was uh, that was before
1: October of this past year, so I don't really remember much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember when the Royals had seven All-Stars? <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Remember when the Chiefs were one and five? Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. I'll come okay. in on Monday then. All right. Yeah, you guys going to do it on Monday?
1: Yeah, we probably will. Make sure uh, you watch the game yep. and come prepared with your pick for the
0: grown-ass man of the game. Oh, that'll be great. <laughs> yeah. That'll be great. I'll take Jim Nance. <laughs> yeah. Is that who's in that way? Is it on ABC or CBS? No, I think I think it's, it's going to be Tarico uh,
1: and, and John Gruden. Oh, John Gruden. This Gruden. guy right this
0: here. This guy. spider Y banana. <laughs> That's not a good Gruden. Well, you know, Gruden, man. This guy. This guy. This guy. Now I'm gonna go coach the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> I don't sound like this at all. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna watch clips of John Gruden and then I'm gonna do the entire podcast as John Gruden.
1: Here's what. Can I make a special request right now? Then, hmm. will you sign off this podcast? In, I'll let you choose. Do you want to do it as David Glass
0: or as Rusty? I do is rusty. Okay. Yeah. This current pocket? Yeah, right now.
1: I know I'm putting you on the spot. All right, just give me a well
0: Okay. Now all you people listen on your computers at KC Star website. I want you to go. Now look at that Xbox on the top. Okay. You see that? Okay. Now take your mouse pad. Okay. You got it? You got it? Yeah, it's good. It's a good player. <laughs> go. Scroll over to the X button. Click out. It's over. Okay? Alright. Thanks.
1: I like it.